afternoon, good afternoon. This is Larry C. Mars coming to you live from Fishbowl Radio Network, Bedford, Texas, on the Larry C. Mars Radio Show, the Power Prayer Show. I'm so glad you could be here today. Um, I've, I've got a great time for you today. Um, I have a guest, a beautiful, awesome guest. And uh, again, I will be talking about the power of the love of God for a few minutes, part three. So let's go ahead and pray. The only Father, we thank you. You are so awesome. How you bring things together for us all that we can learn and apply the word of God to our life with the help of the Holy Spirit. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, I always start my show off like this. Always have pencil, paper, and your word. Because there's so much stuff flying around out here, you need to be able to study, be a student of the word, and that's how you mature. You grow, you study. That way you won't get caught up in the rhetoric that's coming out of church because you know the word. You know the word. So let's get back in this. And I talked about, you know, but before I go there, I, I, I will have an awesome guest uh, in about 15, 20 minutes. And she has written three books. She's a great woman of God, Dr. Keetra. L. Davenport King, she will be on, and um, we're just going to have a good time, a good time understanding some of the things that she went through, and she's going to share all with you. She is going to share all with you. Thank you. But um, the, the scripture that I read last week, uh, one of the great scriptures is John 3.16. A lot of times we look at John's 316 and we just run right on through it right through it and don't really pay attention to the fullness of what the scripture is actually saying to us so i'm going to read it out of the amplified again we're talking about the love that deep-seated supernatural love that the father has put in our hearts okay and again we talked about this love is so deep but yet so great that no one can touch it. No one can take it from you. It's in you, but you have to know what you have and draw from it. So let's look at this. John chapter 3, 16 and 17. I'll amplify. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son. Let's look at that. God loved what he created, the world he created. Okay? Even though sin came in, his love for you and I never ever ceased. Okay? And to the point that he gave his only begotten, his son, so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Now, he gave his only begotten son, so that we can be reconciled back to him. But look at verse 17. Look at verse 17. For God did not send the son into the world to judge and condemn the world, okay? That is to initiate final judgment of the world, but that the world might be saved through him. 
Now, the love of God for his son and for us is supernatural. It is powerful because he sent his son to die for you and I. For the power of salvation, his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection was for you and I so that we can be reconciled back to God and then also be redeemed from the curse of that sin of the law. Now, we need to understand that that love is powerful. That love brings everything. Okay. Now, now let's look at this. The love of God brings forth healing, deliverance, healing, deliverance, peace, joy, grace, mercy. It all comes out of the love, the heart of God through the Son to us. And who helps us with that? It is the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's, let's, let's look at, 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 at another scripture, okay? Because I want to make sure I get these to you so that you can understand before we go and really talk about the love of God, what the love of God has revealed and done, okay? Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, verse, verse 5. Romans 5, verse 5. Such hope in God's promises never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. See, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that love gets deep inside of us. We are sealed in the love of God. You have the love of God. You, yes, every believer has that love. Now let's go to verse 8. Verse 8 says, but God clearly shows, he shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for you. See, he showed and he proved his love for you and I. That love never ceases, never ever ceases. Again, the power of the Holy Spirit, the, the life of Jesus Christ, it is sealed in us. That love is tremendous. I'm telling you, you who are broken, if you're broken today, study the word of God, the love of Jesus Christ, okay? Because it is important, especially the scriptures that I gave you uh, last week and the week before. I'm telling you, it is time to really, really study the word of God, especially about love, because out of the love, he shed his blood. He shed, Jesus shed his blood for you and I. That love states in the word of God, by his stripes, we are healed. You need healing, then you need to go and study the blood of Jesus Christ, the love of Jesus Christ, the love that God has for you and I, and the power of the Holy Spirit that raises up that love. And the love never ceases. Never, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing, not one thing, because that love comes straight from the heart of God to our hearts through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. So no man can take it. You are loved. 
People will destroy you. They'll do all things. But what they cannot take from you is what God has given you through the power of salvation, the power of the blood of Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit. They can't take it. Now, it's up to you to realize what you have and to run with it, to go with it, to follow it, to enjoy. See, each and every of us, Upon salvation, we have peace, joy, love, grace, mercy, everything from the kingdom of God we have inside of us. Why? Because God dwells in our hearts. Jesus Christ is inside of us. The Holy Spirit is inside. The word is alive inside of you and I. That's the power. That's why when you study the word, you work the word, you have to do it. In such an eternal and supernatural way, that's why the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is there so that we can understand and know the Word of God, work the Word of God. And one of the greatest things about it is we have the power of the Holy Spirit that is working within us. And we have to understand that. Now, if you don't, if, if you don't understand it, let me let me take you to John. I'm going to take you to John chapter 14, verse 16. He says, this is with Jesus. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, another helper, an advocate, an intercessor, a counselor, a strengthener, a standby to be with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take it into heart because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because the Holy Spirit remains in you continually and will be in you. The power of the Holy Spirit is in you. Again, he's a helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby. He is all that and so much God. So much Jesus Christ. He is all of that just for you. So I'm telling you, if you're broken, if you're hurt, if something is wrong, you have a comforter, an advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby. He's right there. You have to submit and submit and submit. A lot of us don't want to submit. We want what we want when we want. That's why we're in so much trouble today. That's why we're in trouble today. This is why I continue to share with everyone that prayer is so vitally important to a believer. Because it's through prayer that builds your relationship with the Father. And the more you have that relationship strengthening, who helps you in that? The word that you study, which is Jesus Christ, the more you know the word, the more you know Jesus. And who helps you to more to know Jesus is the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit helps you get into the heart of God. Every believer can get into the heart of God. Every believer, every believer. There is no one in this world has more anointing than anybody else. Everybody has the power of the Holy Spirit. But yet the gifts, some have different gifts and they use those gifts. 
Those gifts are for two reasons. Number one, to glorify God. And number two, to build, to strengthen, to encourage the body of Christ. Each one of us can do that. See, this is why prayer is so important. We get into that closet and you spend time, yes, talking, but you learn to spend more time listening to what God has to say, especially about his love, especially about his love. I'm telling you, the more love you understand about Jesus Christ, the better you will be. So as we continue to work this thing, I'm letting you know, because I've talked to and I've heard and I'm listening, so many people are broken. So many, I'm talking about believers. So many of us are broken, but yet Jesus Christ is the healer. He is the healer. He is the healer. A lot of us have been broken, especially by church. We call it church hurt. But I guarantee you, and I will stand on this, that people will hurt you. We are fickle. It, we, we can hurt other people. Hurting people hurt people. We continue to hurt others. But there's a guarantee, and the whole thing is that Jesus Christ never hurts you. He is your redeemer. He is your reconciler. He does everything. He is your healer. He never hurts you. So I'm telling you, it's time to go back to Jesus. Back to Jesus. If someone broke you, Jesus can heal you. The deep-seated hurt, the deep-seated pain. Someone was talking about me the other day about this. And they would say, well, I can't forget. No, you can't forget. But when you're healed, when you're healed by Jesus Christ, the deep-seated healing. He takes the pain, the stench, the funk away so that when it comes back to your mind, it doesn't affect you that same way. It doesn't affect you. And one of the greatest things about the love of Jesus Christ, you're able to forgive. Now, let's look at this thing. Let's look at this. Not only are you able to forgive, but you're able to be healed, but then you're able to forgive yourself. The love of Jesus Christ. Jesus told us that we're to love one another as I have loved you. Love ye one another. Understand something. It's hard for you to love somebody if you do not know how much you are loved by Jesus. I'm talking to believers. You need to know how much he loves you so that you can turn around and forgive the brokenness as it attached itself to you, now that love destroys it, the stench and the, the hurt, the pain of it, so that now it gives you, oh, that love gives you the power of forgiveness. And in that forgiveness, you forgive yourself, and then you're able to forgive others. But that love has more of an overflow because did not Jesus say you have to love your enemies? Understand something. You can't love your enemy until you learn how to love yourself. And you have to love yourself because of Jesus Christ. He loves you, so you have to know how much he loves you so that you can love and forgive yourself and turn around and love others. See, there's an activity. The fruit of the Spirit is love. 
joy, peace, all of that. But love is in there. And that love has to work from the inside out by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why we have to yield. We have to do, we have to read and study and allow the Holy Spirit to mature and grow inside of each and every one of us as a believer. Because we're going to be hurt. There's going to be pains. But how we adjust according to the power of the love of Jesus Christ is so important. So important. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to close out a little bit, but I'm telling you, the love of Jesus Christ is in every believer, each and every one of you, that love. And I'm telling you again, uh, you know, the last couple of times I've been asking people, I know what I'm saying is good because it's the word. The word is good. It's forever settled in heaven. But I want to know as you begin to study the word, how it affects you, how it helps you. I want to know how it helps you because that's the most important part. You know, a lot of times we go through and we see, oh, this is good, this is good, and then we turn around and do something else. I'm telling you, we've got to study and allow the Holy Spirit to implant that word so that we can begin to apply it every day. The word is only as good as you work it. You can listen to other people and they say, oh, the word is good. The word is good. The word is nothing but good. God, we always say God is good. God is always good. There's nothing bad about God. But the thing of it is, is you must ask yourself, if God is that much good, if he's so good, then what am I doing to apply his goodness? It has nothing to do with, oh, he paid my water bill, my electric bill. Ah, my car, all that was outside stuff. But what are you working on on the inside between you and the goodness of an awesome and sovereign God that has laid down his life through his son, Jesus Christ, and then raised him from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, and he intercedes for you and I every single day. And he gave us the spirit of truth to help us in the truth. So what are we doing? What are we applying? How are we living our life victorious? The Bible says we are more than conquerors. We understand the conquering part, but do you understand the more part? Every time you get to more, there's always more. There's always more. So if you're more than a conqueror, that means the Holy Spirit is working volumes inside of you that allows you to conquer anything that the enemy throws at you. And then in your conquering, you're helping others to understand the power and the life of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the love of Jesus Christ works. It works. He works. The Holy Spirit works. The Father works. That love is tremendous. It is tremendous. So what we're going to do here is we're about to, uh, my guest is, is, is ready and she's prepared. Dr. Uh, Ketra L. Davenport King, she's written some books. Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass. The other book called Revelation. And then she has a new one coming out next month. I am free. She's going to talk about some things. And I'm going to give her time to just share 
the goodness of God, to share about her life, everything, so that you can hop on board and just understand that there is healing, there is comfort, there is joy, there is peace in Jesus Christ, even though the hurt and pain has come along. There is freedom. Dr. Kitchen, are you there? I am. Okay, okay. Let me get out of this here. Hey, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you, Pastor Larry? I, I'm good. Listen, um, before I, I, I listened to that interview, and you need to talk, tell people where they get that interview was awesome. Oh, thank you. That interview was awesome, and I don't know if you got my email. Yes. That that, that I mean, it resonated that much. That's why. I've been talking about the love of Jesus Christ and healing for the last two weeks. And, you know, as you, as you heard this week too, but, uh, get your, I'm going to turn everything over to you and you tell people what you want them to know. All right. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Pastor Larry, for allowing me to be part of, um, your conversation today, especially just talking about the love of God and how important it is to us to even become who God has called us to be. So that is just right on target. So thank you so much for this opportunity. And I pray many blessings back to you. Um, in, in regards to um, me, I'm just so humbled that God has chosen, um, I always say chosen me to be a mouthpiece for this generation because he has the power and the ability to choose whoever he wants to use. Because one thing I have learned in my 20 years plus walking in this journey of being an advocate is that we all have similar stories. God just choose some of us. And I think that is where that scripture comes from. Many are called, but few are chosen because yeah. our stories are so parallel and you were like, okay, but how did I get here? But because God cho chooses us to be in the place where he know that he can use us. Amen. So I just wanted to just humbly say, thank you so much for this opportunity. And a little bit about me again, uh, my name is Dr. Keetra and I am a advocate for sexual abuse, whereas that be, can be childhood sexual abuse or the life after individuals who have been abused, which is a um, an extension for my nonprofit organization that started in 2004, Life After Advocacy Group, where we are a liaison to help victims and survivors and overcomers connect with their past pains and hurts. So mm. I've done that for the last 20 years. That's very rewarding. And that is my heart and my passion is to serve in that capacity um, full time that, you know, we all have a calling and that is my calling that God has chosen me to be um, a, a mouthpiece in this generation, as I has already stated. Um, in regards to some of the work that I've done, um, I started lag in 2004 Whereas I was doing client services, a lot of community awareness and prevention to, to get into women's shelters, churches, the community to help bring attention to such an issue that has plagued our community for generations, mm. not just now, but even biblical, you know, it goes back to biblical times. It has plagued um, just through multiple generations and decades of life, and that is childhood sexual abuse. And that stemmed from my own story. And, you know, we don't even have enough time to go into that, but my own story, um, just in a, in a paraphrase, is that 
my I was a victim of childhood sexual abuse by my biological father, whereas that was the catalyst for me of understanding my why, my purpose, because I went through a whole dark season in my life just trying to figure out, Lord, what do you want me to do and why am I suffering and how, why have I suppressed such an abuse that has happened to me? And not only to me, and I state that we have, a lot of us have the same story. However, the impact based on the calling <laughs> to marry each other. And so that is why I feel like the impact and what God was doing with me was so great because of the calling, right? So that led me to, within the last 10 years, I've shifted the organization that we focus clearly on um, education, educating communities, educating um, the churches, educating um, individuals about the effects in the life after being a victim of sexual assault and sexual abuse, molestation and rape, because the effects are great and we internalize those and how God led me, which brought me here today with you to spend this time is just through my writing. He branched off my triangle, which is um, the logo for Life After Advocacy Group is a butterfly with the inset of a triangle that has three points and one of them is education. So in the education piece, he basically pushed me into being an author because that's something I would have never thought about doing, but um, yeah. there, and that is, was the birth of Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass, which is which was my life story um, written in a fictional format. However, it tells the story how this young lady, Cassidy Noel Winters, um, go through the different phases of her life and overcoming um, her issue to become who she came because being a, a victim of childhood sexual abuse is very impactful um, and it comes out in a home way of internal damage and which internal damage can definitely be um, only way that's going to be connected and healed is through prayer you know based on what we're talking about is just having a relationship with the Lord and tapping into your your roots of understanding how it is just to have a little talk with Jesus. As we would say, just to have a little talk with Jesus and in, in, in that thing that he would give us revelation to understand what has happened to us and why it happened to us and what are we to do with what has happened to us. And that is what God has dealt with me. So I spent a little time in seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass. Um, please go out, you know, if you're watching it, go to drkeetra.com and, and, and pick up a copy as I share that story. It's very, it's a short read, but an impactful read. And um, through that, God, I, I spent 15 years trying to get that book out, Pastor. And so he wouldn't allow me to write anything else until that book came out. And once it came out, it's like the floodgates of heaven opened. So that led to my next book, which was Revelation. And that I had so much fun um, writing Revelation because I was able to really take my life as an advocate and unfold some of the stories that I've heard by virtue of overcomers and survivors of childhood sexual and putting those in real tangible situations and how that has impacted the church. And that is what came by virtue of revelation. It's um it's 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 a lot of ups and downs, I, I would say, but it is a story of truth. It's a story of what we deal with and how you mentioned earlier about church hurt. Mm. We have a lot of people sitting in the pews that are broken. Because they can't really be transparent about what they have dealing with and their issues that is affecting them in private. Because, you know, as I stated before, and I always say that it's easy for me to, to put on a mask. It's easy for me to look good. 
because you really can't see my scars and my hurt and my pain. But it's when we have to go beneath the skin and the only person can see what's in us is our Father, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And how he connect with that is through our transparency before him. And what is that? Prayer and consecration and sitting in the in the presence of the Lord so he can strip these layers of hurt and, and damage um, feelings that we have in, in, incurred in our life. Because uh, no one asked to be hurt. And, and you mentioned that in your in your segment. No one asked to be hurt. He, and, and God is not taken surprised by our issues or, or the things that happen. What he right. is expected to see is how we handle it. Uh-huh. How we overcome it. Because our faith in him gives us some wisdom with him to help us overcome it. And I think that is the part that we grow into because <clears throat> we, we have to make a choice. At the moment of impact of our of our innocence or anything that, that, that takes a trajectory, different pathway in our life, we have to say, this is my moment. Am I going, am I going to walk with Jesus or I'm going to leave Jesus? And that is what we do. And so what I'm glad about is that I decided to take a little walk with Jesus. That's what I'm glad about. So (laughs) praise the Lord for that. And so in that, I was able to, 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 to um, write Revelation. I was so excited because I have the sequel to that coming out later part of this year, 2023, if the Lord says save and kind of build on how abuse hurts individuals more specifically men because i think that is an area that we need to really target and deal with because men hurt silently just like women hurt silently but we emotional and men are not so their impact is different so we want to talk about how impact and how men show that so that's a little bit pre precursor of what's to come at the end of the year but let's talk about my now right now right now (laughs) yeah right now um i'm so excited that god is finally revealed to me and allowed me to release a devotional and that devotional is scheduled to release in July. Now, honestly, pastor, I never thought about being a devotional writer. Like I never thought about being a a fictional, non-fictional writer. However, this devotional has been very, it's been a pull. It's it's different to write a devotional than it is to write a book. I say that like I could write a book, but devotional requires some different type of assignments. Yes. Discipline, prayer, consecration, and you got to speak to the reader that you don't even know. So I got to speak to someone that I don't know, don't even know me because my the devotional free, which is a 90-day prayer and reflection journal. Devotional, I'm sorry. 90-day prayer and reflection devotional. And the reason why I said journal because it is interactive. It is a space that I wanted to say, what's why you want to buy free? Why do you want to buy this journal? Well, one is because you want I I, I wanted the, the reader to partake in their journey of forgiveness. It's the spiritual roadmap to forgiveness. I want you to partake in that. So after each day, you're going to read a prayer. You're going to read a scripture. You're going to have a, a affirmation. And then you're going to take time to write your daily devotional onto whatever your thing is, whatever your your issue is because the origin of abuse come in all forms. Mine may have been sexual that stems verbal abuse, emotional abuse, insecurities. It stems, you know, low, low self-esteem, it, 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 emotional, <laughs> spiritual, church, all those abuses, any origin of abuse. This devotional is for that person. And my hope is that in this 90-day journey, 
that when they walk through the word free, because that's how God gave it to me, because he said, daughter, you are free. Because, mm. you know, I'm internally bound. So he said, daughter, you're free. And so in that came out of freedom. And that freedom was the fact that now I'm able to walk in a full liberty because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And yeah. so that is what my hope is, is that each individual who purchased free, and you can pre-order it right now at drkeetra.com. You can go out and pre-order it before the release date and have it already, you know, reserved that the 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 individual will begin their personal roadmap to their forgiveness because forgiveness is for us, it's not for anyone else. And only what we're going to forgive is through prayer with Jesus Christ, spending time with him, being transparent with us because he already knows and being able to become truly truly liberated to become and do what he's called us to do so i always say none of us are greater than any of us but god chooses to use those who said yes and i'm so glad that i said yes good i want to interject something that i, I something you said i mean you said a lot but there's something <laughs> that you know i'm a firm believer and a participant in having a journal having to write down things okay allows you to grow mm -hmm. you know you can get a journal you can get all that stuff and read right on through it and not even write nothing because you forget yes but then have you are writing something that causes the reader to apply to study mm -hmm. to work because if you don't work at this thing this stuff is this, this I'm, 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 a, I'm a piggyback off of something about free this mm -hmm. stuff is not free you are hurting, and in order to come out of the hurt, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some work, and it's a journey. Pastor Larry, it's a journey, so it's a process. Like, mm -hmm. this, this devotional is, I, I feel like it's just, a, it's, it's just a catalyst. It's a catalyst for you to say yes and start identifying, and that is, and, and again, and that's a great point, so thank you so much, because I want to make sure I, I give these points of how this, this devotional is broken down. It is broken down to 30-day <laughs> permits of scriptures that has helped me to evolve into who I am today. The first section is going to be by my forgiveness, my personal forgiveness roadmap, and that is I had to identify, I had to admit, and I had to accept what happened to me. That's mm -hmm. it. Now, some people get stuck in those times. They get stuck in those journeys. They get stuck in those moments. Like, how long are you going to stay in your admitting stage? How long are you going to stay in your identification stage? That could be years. But it's a process. You know, I'm, I'm 50 plus, but I started this delivering process at the age of 20. Here I am. This almost been 30 years. So what I'm saying is that this process, it takes time. So you have to ask yourself through these scriptures that I have written, do this interactive time that you will have, do these affirmations that I believe that God is going to help you to re remind you of who you are, is that how did you spend 30 days identifying what has happened to you? Be transparent with you. It's your devotional. Don't nobody know it. I don't, I'm not going to read your devotional, right? It begins with transparency. Write it down. The next 30 days will be 30 scriptures dealing with how to admit scriptures surrounding admitting what happened to you. And the final three sections, the final 30 scriptures are scriptures surrounding accepting they are scriptures that you should harbor in your heart. Is this, is this, I mean, this, the Bible is full of 
There's 66 books, right? However, these are these are targeted scriptures that has helped me become free today. So I hope that whoever decides, whoever is listening, and say, I'm t- I'm tired. I'm ready to become free. I'm ready to build my prayer life. I'm ready to build my consecration life. I'm ready to listen to what God is telling me, every point that you made today. And that this devotion will help me get to that point. If I learned, I have to first identify what happened to me. I have to first admit it happened, admit it happened and accept it. Because forgiveness is for you. It's not for nobody else. So you got to accept what happened to you because it's not going to change. Life keep life moves forward. It doesn't move backwards. So you can't change it. So we have to accept it so that we can become free and we can begin our journey to forgiveness. One more thing. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing it out of you because I'm excited about this. But one thing you did mention is that you have scripture. You have word. You know, you can't skim over, but the healing comes from the word, the process. And then after the healing, you have to stay in the word and the Holy Spirit helps you. Let's talk about some uh, uh, some of those scriptures, if you don't mind. Oh, God, it's so many. And it's funny because I was just working on, I'm, uh, you know, I'm working on this devotional. So let me just think, let me just tell you one that I yeah. in the section of admitting. And that is Psalms 112 and 6, where it says, Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. So that means when we are in that admitting stage, right? Amen. That he is with us. He shall not be moved forever. Because sometimes we get upset with God and, okay, he knows us. He knew us according to Jeremiah 1 and 5. He knew us in the womb before we was here. He, he knew my mom and daddy before they met. He knew my name. He knew my name, Keetra, before I was born, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. So that means surely he shall not be moved forever. He, he said the righteous shall be everlasting in remembrance. That is one of the scriptures. I think that's like day 28 that I give <clears> in that fourteen <throat> section of understanding that God is with you. That you have to admit it, no matter what has happened. And even in those uncertainties and those challenges, you need to look to God, look to the Lord, because he is your rock and he's your refuge. He knows what happens. Amen. And so I, I guess I could give you one more scripture from uh, my section of the acceptance. And that is Second Peter 3 and 9, where it reads, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises, as some count slow, slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Wow. So I got to accept. <laughs> that's, that's like day 15. <clears throat> Acceptance. I, I tell you, I'm, I'm excited about this because, you know, the Lord stuff dealing with me with this with this um, devotional a year and a half ago, and it always takes a weariness, takes some laboring, but in that scripture, that tells me is that he, we have to acknowledge his infinite love and he is patient, and we have to reflect on his truth, and we got to know that his promises are yea and amen. We got to know that, that he has mercy for us, and we have to pray that, and we have to be able to know that our Savior, he is patient. He's patient. He's going to be there. He's patient. He's going to wait on us. He's going to wait on us to do whatever we're doing, because, you know, some of us going to do the mountain and the valley, but he's patient. And we got to be, we got to remember that 
he is there as long as we do what? And that is repent. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for my self-destruction. There, there was a there was a sin inflicted on me, and I took that sin and I self-destructed. Forgive me, Lord, so that I may learn to forgive others. Because He's going, we have to first forgive ourselves. We have to first ask the Lord to forgive us. <clears throat> you got to say, Lord, I know this this happened to me. Lord, I understand. I accept it. Forgive me for my self-damage to that I did to my life. Those relationships. That I wasn't supposed to be in. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for giving my body to somebody who was not rightfully deserving in that. Forgive me for doing sin and doing things that was not that not accepting and pleasing to you. Lord, forgive me. And I forgive myself. So I know I can talk on and on about this devotional and I want to be mindful. But I just want to know that this free is about really doing self-discovery, self-reflection, and writing and partaking being a part of the daily daily devotional and not just reading it and meditating, writing it, writing your personal journey, writing what has happened to you, writing what God speaks to you about that scripture, being active in his word so that it can become part and inscripted in your heart because his word has to be etched in our heart, right? And so we need to partake his word we have to participate in his word and that's what free is about is participation in his word in these devotionals so again my heart is that god will bless the reader and the doer of this devotional there are mil- there are a million devotionals but i said lord if you say write it i'm just praying that every individual who purchases it that their life is forever changed through you you know one of the greatest things about a devotional slant journal it's only good as the person using it. Yes. You know, yes. And, and I'll share with everybody that's out there listening and then the replay, uh, uh, especially on Facebook, you know, you have to want to get better. You yes. have to have a desire to get better. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit will help you as long as you have that desire to stay in the word and understand the power of the love of Jesus Christ. Because she's, she's just talking about forgiveness. Amen. Forgiveness is deep. The love of Jesus Christ is deep. Your pain and hurt is deep. But you want to get deeper so that you can get all of this stuff out of you and be filled with the word and the love of Jesus Christ. Because she says something that was key that I talked about earlier you have to learn to forgive yourself. Yes. You know, Jesus forgives you, but back into my mind, I would say, oh, well, how in the world could I have done something like that? How could I? You have to learn that love and that forgiveness to receive it and allow it to work inside of you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, amen. Because it takes, and that takes a process too, is learning to forgive um, and, and I know we, we're coming to a, a space, but what I want to say is that God has dealt with me with two, two forms of forgiveness. It's easy for me to give forgive Pastor Larry by my mouth. It's easy for me to tell you I forgive uh-huh. you. But that's easy. That's easy. But my heart's still nasty. My heart's still dirty. The matters of the heart is what matters. So I need this intrinsic devotional is to deal with you internally. 
to seek out those seeds that's in your heart so that you can really receive the Holy Spirit through God's word and prayer and really forgive from the heart because it's the matters of the heart that matters. So that is what this devotional is about. And I, again, I pray, I, I, I feel like sometimes when we're doing God's assignment, we don't really know why we're doing things. We're just like, okay, Lord, you say do it. Okay, I don't know who's going to purchase this. I don't know who wants this, but because God said it, we're going to do it. Because he spoke it, whoever it's for is going to reach that individual. And that is my prayer. And that is my prayer. If with anything that I do, that's my prayer. Amen. You know, one of the greatest things is there's two things that I'm, I'm really getting from you is, number one, everything that you do, number one, glorifies God. Number two, it, it, it builds up the body of Christ. Amen. That's my hope. Builds up the body of Christ. Yes. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. And you know, even if even if there's some unbelievers here, yeah. there's a way that you can be healed and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You know, it, it's awesome. Um, don't worry about the time. I'm, I'm going to give you some more time. You know, because this is something that not only women need, but men need it too. We yeah. need to understand our our faults and what we have done because this pain ravages the whole entire family and community. It does. Because we're in our own humanity. humanity. And what is humanity made up? Man and woman. So it's often time we want to focus on, and again, God has called me to women's ministry, and I love serving women, and, I, and that is my passion. But what I realized in my tenure as an advocate, that men hurt too. And men are called to be who? The, the priest, the head, the provider of the what? The home. And that's also yes. the hierarchy in the church. So if if he is broken, if we're not dealing with his truth, his thing, then how can he do those? The provider, priest, and, and protector. How can he do that? Because he has to internalize all of that hurt. He has to internalize all of that pain. And as women, because we're emotional, we speak a lot, we talk a lot, we be like, oh, you know, we're going to tell the story. But men are not wired. That happened way back in the book of Genesis, in the Garden of Eden. You know, in in um yeah, the Garden of God sent me in with um Adam and Eve. That happened there. That happened there. So we have to also go back to understand why is the homes like they are? Why are men hurting <clears throat> women? Why are women hurting men? Why are women hurting children? Why are dysfunctional? What I can say is that in the last you know, we're given the last 20 years, the dynamics of the family have become more cohesive. But we want to make sure that it's cohesive, not only in what we see outside the home. We want to make sure it's cohesive in the home. In the home, yeah. Remember, I talked about the mask. It's easy to show, to make a picture look good. That is what, that's how the enemy is using this social media destruction. I and mean, that's another day, another subject. Because it's easy to make it look good. But we need to make sure that it is good inside the home, that it is good, that, that we got some whole people raising whole children and that we don't have to worry about the, the forces and the devices of this world. We don't have to worry about kids not understanding the true, authentic covenant of marriage. 
We ain't got to worry about that. Because guess what? We got two whole people in, in Christ. Not whole people. I ain't talking about just like, you know, we got all our tangible stuff together. Internally whole. And that is what my hope has always been in anything that I do, anything that I write, or anything that God uses me, is that it, it leads us and turns us to becoming whole people. Back to, to who God has called us, whole. To be whole. And that is my prayer, to be whole. Amen. I mean, I mean, you know, I met you at the awards ceremony. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Um even to know and to see and to hear what you do via Facebook, it is great. We need this. The body of Christ needs what you have. I'm glad you were able to come on and just share these things. And audience, everybody, I want you to share, push share, but I also want you to pre-order this book free. And you that are in church, Take it to your past. Take it. Take this thing out there because there's a need. And teacher, uh, let them know again how they can contact you and even how they can get the book. Good. Thank you again so much, Pastor Larry. You can contact me on all social media. Follow me um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at. Arthur, Dr. Keetra, I just put in Dr. Keetra, and you should see a picture of me. Um, in, in regards to purchasing the book, go to my website, drkeetra.com. D-R-K-E-T-R-A, that's Dr. Keetra, again, that's D-R-K-E-T-R-A.com, and you can read about my books, you can read reviews, you can go to Amazon, I'm on Amazon, but I also, I like for you to come to my website, because guess what, you get to chat with me. You know, you get to visit with me, and plus, you get an autographed copy. So, you know, I I, I spend time personalized the um the books that individuals purchase on my website because that means a lot to me because I understand the subject matter that God has called me to deal with. So, yes, drkeetra.com, any social media, Arthur underscore at drkeetra. I just put in at drkeetra, and you should find me. Amen. Oh, this is awesome. I've got one minute, and I'm telling you, everybody. Push that share button because Facebook has has kind of downed me where I can only share to just a few and I can't even put it on Messenger anymore. But you can. You can send it all over the world because we need what Dr. Keecher just talked about. So I'm telling you, this is great. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for being you. Thank you so much. And I will see you next Thursday, 2 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time at Fishbowl Radio Network and Facebook Live. Again, doctor, thank you so much. Appreciate you. My board operator, appreciate you for bringing her in. And uh, again, a shout out to uh, Fishbowl Radio Network and continue to pray for Sammy. Thank you. Blessings. Bless you. Thank you. All right. Take care.